Hello and welcome to episode 39 of After All This Time Always podcast. As always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Matthew Lewis of the podcast. Right, okay. Yes, he thanks the Lord for puberty. It's producer Joe Power. <laughs> <laughs> I truly have blossomed. No, you, you were always, you were always, you always look very handsome. Thanks, mate. Yeah. That's very kind of you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, it helped. <laughs> it, did, it did help. The beard helps. How are we, chaps? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Good. Pat, Good. we can't do a three-way how are you. We always ruin it. I right. didn't even open my mouth. I didn't want to ruin it. No, I know, right, but I could, right, your you, silence ruined Joe, you. Joe, <laughs> I could just tell by your attitude we'll, in the we'll, corner we'll over a, there. We'll do a triangle. Joe, you say, how am I? How Tom, are you, Tom? Tom, how are you? How are you, Pat? How are you, Joe? I'm fine. I'm all right. Yeah, not bad. Hey! Yeah, I mean, that was confusing for the listeners, wasn't it? Was it? Confused, yeah. <laughs> we all have quite similar voices. We're, yeah, we're all fine, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> uh, how have your weeks been, chaps? Oh, <sighs> my week has been fantastic. Oh, oh wow, that's, that's, that's good. That's week. lovely to hear. No, I had a really great week. I would last week off work. Oh, um, Just lovely. sorting stuff in my house out, doing all these little odd jobs and things like that that I've been meaning to do for a long time. And I was, I was saying to Joe, I don't know if this is too rude, but I feel like my life has had a massive poo. And you know how, you know how like after you've had a massive poo, you're a little like lighter on your feet and you can breathe a bit easier. You've got a spring in your step. That's, that's how I feel after last week. I got rid of so much rubbish. Oh, lovely stuff. Oh, but that, that, that's just... I mean, did, have you, did, you just, did you explain what you did last week or did you just describe it as a massive poo yeah, and you then didn't, let yeah. the listeners I make said, up their own minds? I said my life had a massive poo not, <laughs> I, not I had a massive to clarify poo. for the listeners pat you cleared out an awful lot of stuff from your yeah uh, well abode. well yeah what happened last year was my mum was a little um homeless for a bit uh she was living with family but she'd sold her house yeah but the house she was going to be moving into it fell through not the house the, the sale and um <laughs> so we had to take all of our stuff you know like all your kids stuff and school books and all your old clothes and oh, just stuff okay. like that and yeah, it's been yeah, sitting yeah, in my room yeah. for ages waiting to be sorted out Last week I got it all done. I got rid of like eight bags, bin bags worth of old junk. Absolutely nailed it, mate. Yeah, stuff. lovely. Well, that's that, in general. I think that's it's like a psychological thing, isn't it? That you do feel mm. like an, a, oh, when absolutely. you look at a clear room, decluttered. And, absolutely, yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. emptier room and is an emptier mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that what my mum used to say. <laughs> oh, stop Just knocking wanks. microphones, yeah. mate. I uh, I had a nice week. Yep, we'll get into you. <laughs> How's your week, Joe? You've been decluttering? No, I didn't declutter. Um, no, I had a lovely week. Uh, beginning of last week wasn't good. I had a case of sciatica. Oh, we are getting old. How does that happen? How do you get that? Uh, it's the sciatic nerve. Right. That I think it tightens or That's something. Like it's one... it's a qu- it's a literal pain in the ass. Oh. You do not want to get sciatica in the sciatic nerve. No, no, that's the worst place to get it. But then uh, my week improved. The pain eased away after a day or so. And then I hung out with Thomas. We went to see a comedy show at the Bill Murray in Angel. Oh, yes. did you now? We did. Just so scouting out the venue. Scouted were you? out the venue. Yeah. Well, we went to see. Uh, it was a really good show that we saw, wasn't it? It was a, really it was a, a, a warm up tour, a warm up show for a, a tour that's coming up in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great fun. And uh, listeners, if you want to come see us at the Bill Murray, you can on November the 18th. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday. 4pm until Ticket, 6. Tickets are £5 to reserve or you pay what you want on the door. You can take a chance, but phew, 
what a chance that'll be. Make sure you book your tickets in advance, angel.co.uk. <laughs> yeah, Joe, <laughs> your sciatica, is it in the leg? Uh, a, yeah, a little bit yeah. in the leg, top of the leg, yeah. Did you say it's sci-fi? Oh, God. <laughs> wasn't worth going back to. No. Can, I mean, I was, no, what gonna, I was trying to do, Tom, I was there. trying to seamlessly just get, get I mean, the admin was, out of the way. I, I was trying to get it back to a good joke. But... I didn't want the listeners to think that we're forcing the admin on them, but as we're talking about it, can you I subscribe? Willing to... To... <laughs> I'm willing to force my jokes on them. Have you got a joke about YouTube, Tom? Because we've got a YouTube channel. We have got a YouTube channel. It's, oh, uh, that's, uh, have we got any peeves this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well, I've got a couple, but to, we'll we'll save that for later. No, but oh uh, no, wait, no, no, no. We we can do peeves. Let's do pe- pe- uh, Tom. Before we get to your week, yeah. Pat, can you just scream peeves? Peeves. Thank you. Right, I've got two peeves. Last week I said uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel A A T T A Pod. It's not. It's A A T T A Podcast. <gasps> uh Oh. Uh, and also a big apology to I think the first hundred or so people that downloaded the episode. Why? Well, what happened, Joe? Uh, Oh, what was missing? What was missing? Oh, wait, no, the didn't have any uh, intro music. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that reminds me, the outro music also wasn't there. Yeah, oh, there was... wasn't any jingles, actually. Yeah, no, all no, the jingles no were really, jingles. all the jingles were uh, yeah. absent. <laughs> and the volume was generally really low. <laughs> yeah, very low. Yeah. Right, okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, no yeah, peeps. No, but, yeah. what, what happened is, to bore the listeners, I'm sorry, skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear the technical side of things. But what I do is, after I edit the podcast... They were I'm... so busy last week skipping back and forth, going, where's the music? <laughs> <laughs> When I edit the podcast, what I do is I take... Because we record on three separate channels. And then what I do is I bounce it down all into one channel. And that's the pre-master. So that's Mm. one audio file. And then I put that into my little device. And then I master it so that we're all an even level, blah, blah, blah. And it works out. The music isn't too piercing. And Peeves isn't so loud. And basically what I did is... uh, Not that. I, uh, well, no, I did. I did all that work, <laughs> but then uh, the track I uploaded to Audio Boom, who hosts this podcast, yeah. was the pre-master. Oh, right. So with no music Not the and pre-master. yeah, the pre-master. They want the post-master. No. Master General. right now. <laughs> not pre, not post them right now. They want I'm looking for a master right now. Current, ma- <laughs> current master. Yes, yeah, so I apologise if you were one of the first, uh, however. If you downloaded it before, I think, 7am. Well, our subscribers would have. Mm. Yeah, if it automatically downloads. Actually, yeah, that's only listens that I saw. I do- yeah. If it just downloads automatically at yeah. midnight on a Thursday. They could be listening. I mean, to it could it could be the bulk of the yes, listeners that yes. heard the. But there is a, if you want to hear it with music, it's up there. We could have much fewer listeners this week, based We've, on because uh, we haven't even publicly apologised for it. <laughs> no, because I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm very sorry to both of you. Anyway, Tom, have you got a peeve? Uh, no, that was that was that was All it. Right, lovely. Well, how was your week, mate? You it had quite an exciting good. week, didn't you? Yeah. Wednesday with Joe. Friday, I went to see Hamilton. That. Oh, how was Hamilton? Oh, Hamilton was amazing. Oh, wicked. Like one of the best shows I've ever, ever seen. Oh, wow. Yep. High praise. And you've seen... Uh... Lion King. Yep. That's uh, a great show. Ticket Out of Loserville. Um, Ticket Out of Loserville. Blood, Blood Brothers. You used, used to bloody love Blood, love Brothers. Blood Brothers. Do you remember when we saw Blood Brothers? Les Mis. That was mm. good at the Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. You've uh, seen Les Mis. Seen Les Mis. That was very good. Uh, Book think... of Mormon. Uh, Wicked Book, Book of Mormon, Mormon Book of Mo- really good. At the current, if you're just tuning in, this is Tom Toll listing. Greece. <laughs> uh, what other musicals have I seen, mate? Um, I've seen uh, uh, Spam a lot. 
Yep, I saw yeah, that yeah. with you guys. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a list that at the minute Hamilton is currently at the top of. It's that well, that wow. is a, it's a strong list. That's strong list. It is incredible. I I oh, I just and then on Saturday went to uh, do a gig uh, in Oslo in Norway. That's fun. How was that crowd? They were very nice. I had a bit of a a, a job getting there. You had to fly uh, there, well, I assume. Fly there. Yeah, but I I went, I went to book. Um, Parking at the airport the night before. Okay. £66 for Ooh, one night. That is... Did I nor want to do that? No, so, thank you, Jenny. So I went on uh, the app Just Park, where you can park on somebody's yes. driveway. So I parked on someone's driveway for £8. But when I got there, um, I realised I didn't know how to get to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like three miles and I looked at the thing and it gave it it was like oh there's a bus stop um, and, but it doesn't come till 6.56 and it was like 20 past 6 so I was like right let's walk and then I was like I could try and walk to the airport Uber wasn't having any of it and I just started Ooh. berating myself I was like why have you got yourself into this why did you not pre-book a cab to the address right to go yeah. to and it's Silly. It, so it's Stansted so I'm in the middle of sort of rural Essex oh right okay. just wandering around and um, then I hear planes and in my head I was because I didn't want to keep using my phone for the maps because I didn't mm. want to lose battery and then I heard the planes and I remember in my head I was like oh I could be like a nature person and just follow the planes to the, <laughs> to the airport and I was like that's not a nature person it's I'm not no, a nature person no, at I'm all I'm a bit of grills am I because of that <laughs> And then luckily... Oh, the, the recognisable screech of the yeah. metal-winged creature. <laughs> the, uh, the Boeing 747. Um, uh, that's the mating cry. Um, and d- luckily I, I then uh, <laughs> went further down the road and there was a bus shelter and then I waited there and the bus turned up. Oh, lovely stuff. I got there on time. It was fine through security and that. Um, however, the, g- the gig was lovely. Norway's a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. First time Did I you touched- get to see much of Norway? Uh, sort of a little bit. Um, not loads. Um, Paul, the guy running it, uh, said, I was just going to pop in to see my mate uh, to, to a bar when we turned up. And we turned up at this bar and there was this Welsh guy behind the bar. His name is Darren. Lovely bloke. But uh, when Paul was like, oh, what are you doing here? And he said, oh, basically, um, my tab is so large. <laughs> the wow. owner went, right, you're going to have to work. No somewhere. way. Yeah, to pay off his tab, he's having to work six hours a week. That's amazing. Till December <laughs> for the rest of the year. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, what? But it's because Norway is so expensive beer-wise. Oh, it's yeah, like no, yeah. It's weird, it's like a currency It's almost. because they're not in the EU, right? Um, I don't know whether that's the reason. Oh, um, are we getting political over here? <laughs> I don't know whether <laughs> that's that, the reason that for the alcohol. political or just factual? I think it's, just, I think it's factual. <laughs> Norway is expensive and they're not in the EU. That's, yeah. that's just the, two facts. It's the, <laughs> yeah, there's no opinion. Make, it, make or, of them what you will. Yeah. <laughs> the, see, the wages are good over there, like the people that work over there. But yeah, it's beer. Alcohol is so expensive mm. over there. Um, so <laughs> that was that was worth every penny. So it's weird to meet this well, weird because he, he was from Swansea. This guy, you know, he'd obviously just been there, and um, he was. And now apparently, he's an incredible football coach. Two years ago, he decided to, he was going to become a football coach, and he's currently got his UA for B license. Like, really? Wow! Yeah, yet he was. He's such a boozer. I he's, sometimes dream of that. I might just go get my coach's license. <laughs> see, let's see how it, it goes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's After all to... this time, always football coaching. Yes. Quidditch, Quidditch coaching. Well, that's what we'll call that on the podcast. But you know, you know, (laughs) football. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What would you be? Would you be a tracksuit manager or a suit manager? Oh, do you know what? I think I'd go suit. 
Got smart you, casual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah tuxedo top yeah. and Adidas trackies on the bottom. What would you go bottom. for, Pat? Um, oh, I don't know. Shorts or something. No, shorts is a nice one. Yeah, like shorts. Shorts, shorts, and a, that's shorts and a hoodie. Teacher. Shorts yeah. and a hoodie. That's intimidating. I would, I would go track your suit out. because um, I'm, we're bound to get to cup finals. So then when I whack out the suit on the cup, oh, people will be like, oh, hello. Impact. Impact <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably be trending on Twitter. <laughs> um, again. So, yeah, again, bloody. Oh, stop it now. Not Twitter. again. So then I came back uh, to the UK on the Sunday morning. Um, welcome home, Tom. We missed welcome you. Welcome home. Went straight, went, I thought, right, no messing about. I've learnt my lesson. Mm-hmm. Went over, got a cab. And they said, oh, uh, I said, can I just get a cab to... And I only had the name of the road because it wasn't loading up because right. the internet uh, Wi-Fi is so bad. In The internet Wi-Fi? The internet yeah. Wi-Fi. The internet Wi-Fi yeah, is so bad within the airport. I was like, oh, right, okay. And um, so I just gave them the road name. So they said, oh, this is it. And that's the... Your driver will be there soon. And I walked around, got in the car. He drove me, dropped me off. And I was like, I think this is it. I think this is it. Got out. Hmm, now I can get on the internet because I'm not in the Wi-Fi at the airport that was really unreliable. Oh, Tom. I was five miles away from oh, where I needed Thomas. to be. Oh. I was literally, I was once again back on the rural roads of Essex <laughs> thinking, well, how am I going to... And my time was, time was running out on the drive. So oh. I had to get back... Uh... What do they do? Incinerate the car if you're not there <laughs> I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Luckily, I rang the, the company and said, oh, you guys have just dropped me five miles away fact, from where I need to be. I then had this peed off cab driver come back he was so angry like really what with you yeah oh Oh, no because he was like oh you might have to pay extra i was like well yeah but i didn't get the and he rang in front of me whilst i was in the cab rang me Uh, but he put it on the loudspeaker so i was joining in with this boss's conversation no i was like i'm not letting you no i was like and then no this is just what a horrible sunday (laughs) yeah and i was like i was like well no because i didn't give a postcode you gave me the postcode to the address i gave you so it's you that gave the postcode uh and it was like all right and then the guy just went he went look come back and we'll sort you out for the waste wasting your time to the driver so he was getting some money right that's good but i was he wasn't getting many more money out of me and yeah, he turned the car around, and it was a quick journey. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was, so mate. Peed off. So anyway, I got out of the car. He sped off, got in mine, started driving back home. Uh-huh. Got about two miles down, looking in the rearview mirror. He was behind me. No, <laughs> oh, no. for a long time as well. I was like, "How's that happened? You sped off." And like, I know. I was like, "Am I?" What? And he was like, "Not to stereotype." He could well have been a Russian. I don't know. <laughs> but, and that got me paranoid because, because you know, you might go, oh, you're, you're safe from Russian spies in rural country areas. In He's England. offering you some perfume. <laughs> no, no, no you're, you're not. not. <laughs> you're not. Uh, so what, you gave him five stars? Oh, and, then, and then he stopped tailing you. <laughs> yeah. so, some, I, right, so outside of this uh, debacle, how was the actual show? What was the audience like? Was it mostly uh, English mix. people? Or? Uh, it was a real mix. There was Americans, there was Philippines, there was uh, Canadians, uh, Australians. Locals? English. Uh, a few locals, a few Norwegians, Danish. Uh, just trying to think. There was a Did you German. introduce yourself to everyone in the crowd? No, no, the, the compare... <laughs> found the difference. Oh, okay. okay and then okay. I was, I was uh, closing the compare the was there to compare all the different people. <laughs> with each other. Different nationalities, of course. Yeah. yeah, we played the game. Who's the best nationality? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was good. It was a real nice experience because I'm trying to tick off as many performing in as many countries as possible. Sure, sure. I don't so. think I've ever done Norway. I don't think so. No. 
So you won up there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I, t- I was my, with my daughter earlier, and uh, <laughs> she, I uh, I said to her, "Oh, what um." What does uh, Gigi, as in great-granddad, her great-granddad, my granddad, what does Gigi call you? And she went, um, oh, uh, and I went, what is, and I decided to do an impression of my great-granddad to help her along, my great-granddad's Polish, so I went, ah, Elzinia, my little beauty, and she just went, oh, I didn't know you spoke Polish, Dad. <laughs> Honestly, it was, the, it was on the... <laughs> in her mind. Yeah, that's all you. Just the do. accent Just is the, the language. Accent. That's, <laughs> that's Polish, very Dad. funny. I, I really liked um, your. I think you put this on Twitter the other day, Tom, where you said you made a point about those people that just lie about things their kids have said. Mm. Like, so they, oh, like yeah. their <laughs> yeah. three-year-old has said something really profound, and and Elsa was asked in class what she wants to be when she grows up. What did she? <laughs> a slice of bread. A slice, slice of, bread. of bread. A slice <laughs> of bread. That was it. And, <laughs> but she didn't tell me. Her teacher did, and then I was like, <laughs> but. I think she realised how stupid it was. So that's what it really It wasn't that she'd misheard the question. It, no, it no, wasn't she... what kind of food always makes you throw up. No, she <laughs> um, she was trying to make people laugh, which I... Um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. But yeah, she's been going to this drama um, thing on a Saturdays and she's enjoyed it. The same one me and Pat went to yeah. um, last week. And uh, yes, yeah, so a slice. Just forgetting of that Joe went there as well, unbelievable. No, 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 no. When we dropped her off there. Last oh, week. right. Sorry, I thought you meant the one we were talking no, about. No, last no, no, no. We didn't go to the same yeah, one. I didn't, we didn't go to that one. Sorry, no, not. sorry to interrupt, mate. That's sorry. That's sorry. sorry. Re-listen to the, the last. I am sorry, episode. Tom. Well, don't interrupt this because I need your full attention. <laughs> okay. Because let's face it, you two really let yourself down yeah, last we week. Oh, yeah, we did. I guess that's kind of a peeve as well, actually. How the amount of the amount of comments we got. Like one from regular listener Joe saying he nearly lost his voice on the way into work, <laughs> screaming at his radio yeah. in his car. Careless. I can imagine there was Draco a Draco Malfoy. Unbelievable. But so I think you bad. can you can hear us. We just started off on the wrong track. You can hear yeah, us. Yeah, you never get on the right track. No. We're over th- yeah, we're overthinking Tom's rubbish little riddles. Let's go back to the olden days when they were... Yeah. yeah. When well, was... I'll get Mike to do them. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, Mike. Uh, one game left. And then one game back. left, then you're back. Mm. It, that was a straight red card offence. It was. Let's do a riddle. Let's have it. Are you Tom? If you open up the box, out I came. That clue is easy if you know my mother's name. Not particularly sporty, born in February. However, I cast a wonderful eye in commentary. Subject of ridicule, mm. hidden, mm. hidden the things I put my toes in, invited as a date because their first choice was chosen. Accessories made of unusual items, when it comes to death, I'll enlighten. Not in every book or film, but my contribution you cannot downplay. I look at things in an upside-down way. Good at art, unconventionally smart, you see. A child is given a name in honour of me. Well, that sounds exactly like Luna. Does sound a lot like Luna. Yes, uh, she's ridiculed. She, who looks, t- she reads the magazine that upside down. Ri- oh, no, I thought because I thought you emphasised Cho. Did you emphasise Cho, Tom, when you said chosen? No, I don't know what the open the box <laughs> thing's about. Um, if you know my mother's name, mm. I don't know Luna's mother's name. No, I can't recall it. I know her but dad is so, her dad is about- Reese fans. 
Yeah, yeah, that was the character name. Um, there's something about where she sticks her toes and she's always losing her shoes and people ridicule her. The commentary thing, because she does comment, she does the commentary yeah, on some of the Quidditch games. she covers games. for um, him, Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan. Now, so, so I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm no, led yeah. to think, and the fact that it, he didn't end it by, maybe I'm not that Luna guy, <laughs> 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 makes me think that it actually could be Luna. Is it Luna, Tom? Hey! Oh, yeah. oh, thank God. Well done. You finally got one. Maybe I made that too easy. Well, uh, you, well, no, I thought you were tricking what's, us. What's the, no. what's the mother's name clue? What's that mean? Pandora. Ah, oh, oh, open the box. Very good. Yeah. Very good, Tom. Uh, not particularly sporty. Born in February, Alpha Cop. Yeah, she was the commentary. Uh, she did commentary uh, in place of Lee Jordan. Subject of ridicule. Uh, hidden the things I put my toes in her shoes go missing yeah, yeah. invited as a date because the first choice was chosen his first choice was Ginny it was in uh, Ginny sorry yeah. when he was, uh, I got confused because you, you I mean it sounded like you emphasized say chosen again chosen he definitely said cho at the start of that word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so what, what I did there is I was going commentary so you got Lee Jordan chosen as a date so you start thinking of the Padma, uh, the Patil twins because yeah. they were chosen because yeah. he wanted to go with Cho in number book four accessory made of unusual items she's got um, necklaces made of uh, beer, beer Gore, uh, flunkles. Of beer things. Uh, when it comes to death I'll enlighten <laughs> obviously she's the one oh, yeah. that tells yeah. Harry about uh, so seeing the Thestrals seeing the Thestrals uh, not in every book or film, but my contribution you cannot downplay. I look at things in an upside down way. Well done. Okay. Yeah, thank you. The first time you meet her, she's looking at a magazine upside down. Yeah. Uh, good at oh, art. Um, great. She, she is good at art. She makes the banners, doesn't she? Uh, she when they go to uh, her house, they go upstairs and she's Oh, and she's drawn pictures she's of drawn pictures friends. Of yeah. Oh, that's really sweet, that book. Unconventionally smart. You see, uh, a child is given... Uh, a child is given a name in honour of me, um, and Harry Potter and Ginny's third child is called Lily Luna Potter. Ah, so yeah, well what? done, guys. Back on track. Oh, not bad. Thanks, man. Okay. Well, oh, lo- now lo- I feel better. Well, lovely stuff. <laughs> See, you've decluttered your mind, Patrick. You have decluttered <laughs> yes. your mind. Yeah. Um, oh, well, lovely. Well, so I tell you what, this has been a great week. For geekery. Mm. So, should we have a little bit of Week in Geek? Yeah, go on in. Let's st- I mean, we introduced that like I've written a jingle of some sort, but I haven't. So, uh, maybe by the time it goes out, there won't be one. No, they're almost Mate, certainly last week won't. We didn't I've got even enough have g- music. He's not written a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't have time. I don't have time for any of this. I don't I've even got, have time I, to I, talk I, to you. I want to make a j- next when I'm making the next animation. I'll make a jingle for Week in Geek Thank as well. you very much. Oh, and Patrick, thanks to everyone who's been very kind about the animation. Pat, did, yes. Pat put a lot of work into that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that people like it. Oh, and please, oh, yeah, please keep sharing it or showing it to people that you think might might enjoy it. I've Definitely. heard some people say it's... Re- people who know me who say it's really good... People who know us, actually, who mm. say it's really good to see who's talking when. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Uh, oh, do we need to do that for the that's whole really episode? <laughs> Yeah, oh, right. That's, I'm, that's really cool. I'm going to try and make my voice more distinctive. Okay. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Here comes the granddad impression again. <laughs> yes, that is what I would do. I would say. Is that what your granddad actually sounds like? Yeah, he's he's proper. He's a like you know. Ay 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 ay. He's all that. Really? Oh, does he does he say a lot of uh, like English al- phrases in a? Ah, uh... oh, bloody hell! <laughs> does he? Does he really? I love it. <laughs> yeah. He's been over here so many years, but his accent still remains. Sure, sure, sure. Always, yeah. 
Um, um, right, Week in Geek, guys. What's happened this week? Pat, do you want to start us off with uh, something small and then we'll go a little heavier? Well, something small was the new episode of Doctor Who was on last night. That was bloody small, wasn't it? It was really good, though. It was really good. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. Very well received. Um, yeah. I, we get the overnight reports at work and it, was, it did incredible numbers. I'm glad mm. loads of people tuned in. Yeah, and I'm glad it wasn't bad because I imagine for a lot of people it's the first time they're watching it just out of curiosity. Yeah, it was the sure. first time I'd gone into it thinking i'm gonna watch this and the rest of the series since uh tenant i think wow mm. i didn't really watch matt smith or um See, it was weird because i got into it during the matt smith era right i thought i thought he was brilliant but it did it, it definitely got worse as I it went on in and out like when uh tenant came back for the episode with matt smith i watched oh, the anniversary one. episode yeah, yeah i watched so i dipped in and out you know, for Christmas and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I could take it or leave See, it. See, that's the thing. The Christmas episodes started to get very convoluted. They beca- started to become part of the overall bigger story. And it's like, yes. really, they should just be standalone mm. that the family can tune in. Even if they know nothing about the show, just tune in. But the storyline in general just got really convoluted. The only thing I would say about this first <laughs> episode was I thought it was quite slow. But thinking about it today, that's probably actually a really good creative decision because... If it had been going at the pace it was going recently, it would have turned a lot of people off. See, I don't think it was slow. I thought it got straight into it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. From in, in comparison to how it's been the last few years, mm. where it's just like there's there's a sure. lot no, going sure, on, sure. and yeah, sometimes yeah. it's too clever for its own good. Yeah, this one was just it was easy to follow. The characters are all you know, maybe not relatable, but they're all believable. Yeah, true. I yeah. thought the uh, the train sequence at the very beginning. Sorry if uh, you haven't watched it yet. You're waiting to watch it on catch up, but so we'll, we won't give any spoilers away. But the train sequence, how um, Dementor attack was that? Very, yeah, very yeah, it was. Yeah. It was great. I really yeah. liked it. I was like, you know, like <laughs> we're what a minute into the show, I'm like, oh, Potter watch, lovely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah. I loved it all round. Can't wait for the rest of the series. It's just better when it's on TV. Everything's better when Doctor Who's on. He's decluttered his mind. He's a happy He's boy. He's just used the phrase, everything's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a good place. You are in a good he place. Really he, t- he turned up here. <laughs> he did turn up, though, saying, uh, Joe, I've either bought you two cans of gin or I've bought myself four cans of gin. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't had any of them yet. No, you're yes. drinking water like some kind of professional. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. You're, you're, you're erring on the side of competence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another th- another show that came back was uh, Walking Dead. I just finished watching it before we started recording. Uh, I've I've given up on this. You you've given up, and you don't care about spoilers, but some listeners might. I I always thought I would get into Walking Dead, and then you almost. I think you pretty much. We were sitting down uh, having a prezzo, if I remember, going to Ooh. see one of the Star Wars films, mm. and you 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 led. Uh, the viewers, uh, viewers, the listeners will be aware of Pat's uh, impassioned rants. He basically <laughs> gave an impassioned speech about why I shouldn't even bother trying to get into it in the first place. So yeah. I never have. No, it's, it's one it's, of those ones where it's like, yeah, you will really enjoy the first what five, maybe six series, but yeah, but oh, but even then, really, series, it really lets you down. But even then, series four is a slog. Series that five gets harder. Yeah, series, series four six, hard. treading water. Seven bad. Eight is when I gave up. 
There's only there's only so many times you can watch the same thing happen over again. It's yeah. the same storyline over um, and over again. It's yeah. like it's like recommending heroes to people. Watch series one and then just stop. Yes. Don't even waste your time well, with series yeah, two. My dad's uh, finished Sopranos. Oh, oh well. Wow. My dad's turned into a millennial. He's he's blitzed that, hasn't yeah, he? He's blitzed that, and now he's he's borrowed um, uh, the wire. Oh, oh, lovely. Yeah, he's so in for he's, a treat. He's watching, he's, he's so watched. this was the first time he ever watched Sopranos? First time he's ever watched Sopranos. He's seen bits and pieces of it, but yeah. that was the first time he, he sat down and watched them all. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so now oh, he's, he's, treat. he's enjoying his box sets. Uh, that man is approaching retire- retirement quite rapidly. Uh, oh, yeah. He's di- <laughs> well, yeah, you should save them up then. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Like, I don't want to waste my retirement just binging TV shows. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Get them done now. Get them done now. <laughs> and then you can move on. So... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. What was I say? yeah? So Walking, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Any better? Any improvement? Yeah. Uh, not. Re- well, I mean, it's hard to tell. Not. Not a lot really happened in the first episode. But um, oh, I, could, I, could, I just. I need to care a bit more about these characters because mm. I've been so turned off in the last couple of seasons. Are you uh, talking about our show? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it. It was. It was broadly fine. Same no, old. Yeah, it's pretty much so. the same old, but like new setting, new surrounding. Although there's rumours of like massive change this season in terms of yeah. characters, actors that might not be continuing. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, you look at some of the actors' success in movies recently. Yep. You wonder why would they stay? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, that's a little hint, uh, a little slice of week in geekery. What? Uh, there was something else we wanted to talk about. What was that? Oh, well, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Has, of um, has announced left, left radio too. Yeah, <laughs> as I said before, that and before so we recorded, funny. I said I bet Tom makes this joke. I wish I was recording. I oh. wish I was recording when you said that before, earlier. <laughs> I, like, I wonder, Tom will make I that wonder joke. how quickly he'll jump on it. <laughs> if you put a, listen, if you put a it's bacon, an open goal. Tom. If you put a bacon sandwich in front of a hungry man, he's going to eat it. <laughs> the old saying goes. <laughs> he needed that after the sci thigh thing earlier he desperately <laughs> needed that. you said that very great it's sci-fi not the, the sci-fi sci-fi it's a good joke <laughs> no I'm angry at the joke about Joe's oh actually just to... yes mate go while on. I was in Oslo speaking to Darren the guy who was working uh, in a bar kitchen to pay yes. off his bar bill yes um, he started talking about a pain he had and I was able to diagnose him with sciatica based on my conversation with really his. yeah and he, oh. he then looked at him and went yeah, that's definitely what I've got. Oh, wow. Me and the D-Man. So, yeah. So, there you go. An ocean apart. But <laughs> <laughs> feeling the same pain. Ocean away. <laughs> oh, you are an ocean away. Um, yeah. Oh, so, lovely stuff. So, uh, you know, if, so, if you ever asked, what have you got in common with a, uh, a Swansea man who lives in Norway? <laughs> that can't, can't afford his beer. Who's doing the dishes. people together. Yeah. Pat, you were going to say about Chris Evans, not the ginger one. Yes, not the radio DJ, but the, the actor who plays Captain America. I don't know if you saw this. He tweeted something that looks very much like a confirmation he's not going to be yeah. playing Captain America anymore. It was like a, you know, end of an eight-year journey. Thanks for everyone, you know, behind the scenes, the fans in front of the screens and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, which, which has been long expected sure but, but it was just weird to have any kind of confirmation on it at this stage before the film Th- that is a weird yeah. one yeah. isn't it um, almost makes me hope it's a double bluff because he was n- captain america was never my favorite character by a long shot and still it still no. isn't but the work chris evans did made me care so much about a character that i never thought i would care for 
Well, the he's whole, done an incredible job. Yeah, the Marvel universe in general. Guardians of the Galaxy didn't when that was announced. Didn't care. Didn't know him. Loved it. Thor. Thor. Always, always thought. I tried reading Thor. Always thought it was ridiculous. Always thought I wouldn't enjoy that. Uh, mm. Ant Man. I got a bit excited about when it was announced that Joe Cornish was working on it. Then well, he with didn't Edgar work Wright. on it. Yeah. Uh, but then those films were brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the I, I was all like because of the Chris Nolan trilogy. I was always. DC over Marvel. Yeah. And in the last 10 years, that's I mean, absolutely the, the flipped. The biggest uh, one was Iron Man. Yeah. Couldn't, I have, thought, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have thought I'd cared. But it was no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Again, all down to just perfect casting and people putting, putting in the hours, turning up in films that aren't even their films and, and stuff yeah. like that. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's done an incredible job. And if, if this is the end, Obi, you know, he's hopefully gets the pick of whatever he wants to do next yeah sure um well i i have a feeling it's the end for the majority of that do you think he'd be up for doing it? a podcast <laughs> <laughs> what to produce one you mean yes well no hey hey Not hey, hey hey there you've done hey, worse than hey, last week you lost an episode i once. have done worse than <laughs> last week do you think, do you think chris evans would do that i don't think he would. actually there were <laughs> mis- there were mistakes on old episodes uh that i never corrected so i'm assuming they're still there they're like early episodes where just bits of music will come in over the back of us talking oh yeah i remember that uh <laughs> I, ne- I never fixed them so they're still there it'd be in the like the first 10 episodes i think i know I mean, once again, I won't go into... Get me Chris Evans' number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. But yeah, I think that surely they're all going to go, right? Sure, I, you know, Downey Jr. will charge an exorbitant amount of money to do another film. I but assume. he's already charging that money and they're already paying it. I th- I think true. Downey Jr. will stick on. You, you remember what like Samuel L. Jackson was like in the first batch? He, was, he would turn up for like 30 seconds in each of the films to mm. tie them all together. Mm. I reckon Downey Jr. will be like that. In the future, uh, okay, yeah. sure. maybe he'll retire as Iron Man. He'll pass the suit on to someone else. Right, but right, I yeah. think Tony Stark as a character will turn up. Maybe post credits of different people's films, putting a new team together. Maybe sure. just to keep it all in the continuity. Thor, I thought would have left, but Ragnarok did so well. Surely there's like a real hankering for Sh- Thor four. Yeah, well, I imagine there is. But in the press for Thor four, he was saying that he was, you know, he Done needs he, he wants to do something else now because he's That's been doing it. it They've all so been long. doing it for ten years. Yeah, exactly. You can't expect them to do it but forever. Also, but I, d- I don't think I want them to just be sort of going on indefinitely. I'd like them to have an ending in mind. Yeah. Much like The Walking Dead. If I knew there was an ending in sight, I'd probably be more willing and more invested in the story. But because I know that they're just going to try and keep going for as long as well, they it's, can. It's, it's based sort of... on a comic book series, which itself hasn't ended yet. Exactly. And the comic book series, the, the, the guy, what's his name? Robert um, Kirkman mm. said he has an ending in mind, but he hasn't told anyone. It's not like with Game of Thrones, where when they started adapting that and then overtook the books, yeah. he let the producers know what the ending was going to be. Yeah, I like that rumour that there's four people in the world that know the ending and none of them can take the same flight anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, appar- cool. that's apparently... Yeah, I don't know that to be a fact, but there's four people and... it's like No, you know, that's like- a fact now. Let's, let's tell people. You ain't gonna believe this, but you used to fit right here. <laughs> I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. <laughs> this kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody I ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you. Every day was like a privilege. <laughs> then the time came for you to be your old man, take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all shame, sunshine and rainbows. 
It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. <laughs> it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how, how winning is done. How is this now, if you know what you're worth, <laughs> then go out and get what you're worth. But you've got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. That's... Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. But first, we're going to play Tom's game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell? I don't... I don't even remember that bit from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, what was that, Tom? It was Rocky. It was Rocky. It, I thought it was Rocky, but then it went so long. I was like, is he, it Rocky? He Rocky? had a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about what you do when you do get hit. There were so many good outs that you, could, <laughs> you had there, Tom. <laughs> I had to get to that bit, didn't I? <laughs> well, there was, Stop there, was, there. There were so Stop many good there. ins as well. Face <laughs> the... it right. So that was Tom's way of saying it's now time for Tom's game, uh, a game where he gives us two Harry Potter characters yep. and me and Pat have to decide which one gets the most mentions in the book. He'll then give us the numbers and we have to decide whether we stick or we twist. If we stick... And we get it right, it's two points. If we twist and we get it right, it's one point. If you get it right first time and you twist to the wrong answer, that is zero points. Thomas, give us some characters. Yes, mate. so this is Tom's game where what I do <laughs> is I give you... <laughs> How did you not know that was going to happen? That was always happening, wasn't it? <laughs> Because normally when you say it, I'm giving the, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like Puff Daddy at the back of Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> okay. Okay. Off that's right. <laughs> Snoop Dogg in Steel D.R.E. Oh, for sure. <laughs> at one point he just goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure>. What? <laughs> um, right. So the two characters to kick you off are, here we go. Nymphadora Tonks. Whoa there. Versus Rita Skeeter. Oh. Um, I'm going to go first, clearly. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Nymphadora Tonks. Nymphadora Ooh, Tonks. I've gone for Rita Skeeter. You've gone for the old Sanjay and Gita. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is That's mentioned... a 90s EastEnders that reference 90s for anyone that yeah, <laughs> didn't get that. Uh, still sorely missed. The, one of them is mentioned 188 times. The other is mentioned 242 times. Patrick Collins. Oh, God. Bit Do you of a want gap. to stick with your Rita Skeeter? Bit of a gap. Um... Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. You're sticking, Joe? You sticking with Nymphadora Tonks? I'm going to stick, mate. You're going to stick. It is 2 0 to Joseph Powell. Oh, Joe. here wow. he is. Nymphadora Tonks has 242 mentions. Rita Skeeter has 188. I got very excited Dang last it. time I won. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that Actually, bit wasn't quite on the podcast. <laughs> I might just, yeah, that bit was too loud. <laughs> Madam Maxine. Okay. Versus Nearly Headless Nick. Oh, that is that is lovely we work, to, Thomas. Uh, nearly to pa- headless. You'll go factory. I'm going for Nick. You're going I'm, for Nick. I'm going for Nick as well, mate. One of them is mentioned 123 times. One of them is mentioned 112. Joe, are you sticking or twisting? I am going to stick, mate. It's a close one. I'm also going to stick. Ooh. 
4-2. Nearly head does Nick, 123. Madam Maxine, 112. This is good. This is good. Fenrir Greyback versus Colin Creevy. Ooh. Joe, who are you going for? Oh, um, I'm going to go for Colin. Colin Creevy, Pat. I have also gone for Colin. One of them is mentioned 77 times. One of them is mentioned 102. Pat, who are you, what are you doing? I'm going to stick with my gut. No, I'm in life. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Oh, speak, gonna... Speaking of gut, I've been on. I've, I've been doing Yakult. Oh, how's mate? that going, mate? It's clearing your guts out, mate. I tell you what, absolutely regular as clockwork. Oh, lovely stuff. Gosh, they, they wake pay... up in the morning and I'm having a. I'm having a declutter first thing <laughs> in the morning. Uh, I recommend it. Get your get your Yakult in, mate. I, and uh... I've watched it. I've been using it ever since I watched um, to all the boys I've loved before. Oh yeah, and uh, oh yes, I've heard sales have gone up since then. Well, that actually, really, yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. And so generally, I was. If you've not seen that film, chaps or people, watch that on Netflix. Yeah, I've watched it. It's uh, it's good. Um, it's I have to choose between two people, don't I? Fenrir and Colin. I thought you meant you already enough. picked Colin. Oh yeah, Tom, oh, no, you you've just derailed to... this game. All the tension's gone. What 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 happened? Well, Tom, Tom's guts are good. My right, guts thank, are good. Thank God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with my gut, yeah. despite it being that bad, was it. and are stick you with sti- Colin. You're sticking, right. I, what are you doing, Joe? Yeah, I'm sticking as well. I think he gets, uh, I think he gets more, more, uh, mentioned more by other characters. No, mm. he gets mentioned 77 times. Oh! Oh! 102 times, so it's still 4-2 to Joe. Uh, we mm. now move on to the Golden Snitch. Lovely. Mm. Mr. Roberts. Leanne. <laughs> Mrs. Black, Pius Thickney's. Now, do you need some, uh, clarification? Who those Please. Are? So, yeah, Mr. Roberts from school. Is, uh, <laughs> Mr. Roberts was a history from teacher. The, Quidditch World Tournament. He's he owned the, the campsite. Didn't he, he owns a campsite. <laughs> Leanne is the um, friend of uh, Katie Bell's, who's with her when she gets cursed. Okay. Uh, okay. And Pius Thickney's is the one who becomes Minister of Magic. And uh, Mrs. Yes. Black is Sirius's mum, the portrait. Sirius. Yeah, so three of those are mentioned 20 times. One of them is mentioned 15. Who is that Three 15? of them are mentioned 20 times? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> who's the 15? Who gets mentioned mm. 15 times? Uh, well, I, I, I don't need jazz for this. I don't need jazz. I'm going to say Leanne. Pat. <sighs> I've gone for Mr. Roberts only because he's in one book. Has Pat, has Pat done it? Has he caught that snitch? <sighs> Neither of you went for Pies Thickneys, and if you had, you'd have been wrong. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> oh, Tom, a, you are auditioning you, for a game show, aren't you? One of you went <laughs> for Leanne. Joe Powell went for Leanne. I did. You are wrong. Oh, for the love of... Pat, you went for Mr. Roberts. I did. You are wrong. Oh! This is black. Oh, Tom. 15 mentions. So you only get 15? That's outrageous. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, thank you for the lovely game, and I win again. Yes. Guys, I've got another instalment of the TTFFU. Oh, I'm ready. Thank goodness for this. I was born... To not make not ready happy. for this, but <laughs> I was born, and now I'm ready for it. Where are we going to this week? 
Uh, I don't know. That tension, mate. Oh, wait, do you want to say it again? <clears throat> Where are we going to this week? I don't know. I don't know. Tell us. <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I made him do this. Yeah. Arthur stared at his betting slip. Mm. This had better work, he muttered. Arthur, came a quizzical voice. Arthur, me old son. Arthur's shoulders stiffened. He looked up into the crowd, but couldn't see the source. Who was calling him? Who was calling him son? It couldn't be his mum or dad, as they wouldn't be seen dead in a gambling establishment. Plus, they were both dead. (laughs) (laughs) It had been a life-changing couple of weeks for Arthur. Molly, his wife, had revealed that she was pregnant, again, with another Weasley child. (laughs) Arthur had thought... (laughs) What is specified? Arthur Why thought, does he sound angry? <laughs> Arthur thought, given they already had five kids, Molly would be up for stopping, but no. <laughs> she completely snubbed the idea of using muggle contraception that Arthur had procured. <laughs> Where did you get this? Molly inquired. <laughs> A muggle toilet, Molly, he excitedly exclaimed. <laughs> well, then you can put it back there, then, shouted Molly. Utterly delighted. Arthur would shout joyfully when people would ask how it felt to have another child on the way. But inside, he was screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's so dumb. Look, said Molly, Bill, Charlie, Percy, Fred and George could do with another brother or sister. I suppose. And this will be the last one, (laughs) he conceded. Yes, as long as it's a girl, but. I'm pretty sure it will be, said Molly, rubbing her tummy. I think so too, said Arthur. Arthur! Arthur could now see Amos Diggory coming towards him. Hello, Amos. How's the baby? He's good, very good. Can't wait till he's 18 so I can bring him in here to have a gamble with his old man. <laughs> Go on, Tom! <laughs> <laughs> I realised Amos Digger is in the last story as well. <laughs> he might be a recurring character. Recurring character. <laughs> <laughs> Heard Molly's pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you, said Arthur. What a pair, us two, eh? He who, he who must not be named is gaining power and causing terror, and we can't stop. For- forgive me, Amos. <laughs> Smart Arthur. <laughs> Holding up his betting slip, my owl fight is on. Eh? Said Amos. The 310. The 310? That isn't an owl fight. What? The 310 is an owl versus snake fight. You haven't bet on the owl, have you? Oh, God, said Arthur. Oh, no. They heard a bell go off in the background, followed by a second bell ten seconds later. And that is a fantastic victory for Bella, the boa constrictor, in her last fight, she has been sold by the owner to the London Zoo, where Ooh. she will be mostly uh, used for breeding purposes. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Arthur glumly walked up to the gap where the crowd had dispersed. He stared down at the owl, lying there looking helpless. The owl's owner walked over. He turned to his helper. Take him into the alleyway. No, wait, said Arthur, and let him get some fresh air. He finished. <laughs> <laughs> He cocked his head at Arthur. Can I help you? Please, let me take care of the bird. Look at him. He is no fighter. 
My family will take care of him. Why should I give him to you? Arthur flashed his work ID card. Ministry of Magic, he whispered. I give the signal and they raid this place. You want to chance it? The owner gulped. Amos suddenly appeared at his side. Unlucky, Arthur. Never mind. Plenty more bets to put on. (laughs) The owner smirked. Ministry of Magic, eh? Yes. Amos Diggory. Nice to meet you. And this is Arthur. He is in the misuse of Muggle Artifacts office. (laughs) I see, said the owner, controlling his laughter. Don't worry, your secret is safe with Arthur and I. We won't be telling anyone about the more illegal sides of your business. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, said the owner, so you wouldn't organise a raid? Oh, God, no, said Amos. If you ever hear either of us say that we are, we're definitely lying. (laughs) The owner tipped his hat and walked away. Arthur and Amos walked out. Arthur headed for the door. You're not staying, Arthur, lad? No, I've, I've got to get home to Molly. Oh, I see, said Amos. Hey, maybe you have the right idea with having a load of kids. Because now if you lose one, you've got loads more to replace. <laughs> Arthur grimaced That's horrible. and poured out into the sun. <laughs> he opened up his coat and pulled out the injured owl. Want to come home with me, mate, he said. The owl stared up at him. I shall call you Eddie, said Arthur. And a few weeks later... He was renamed Errol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Very good. Good origin story, Tom. Origin Thank you for that. Of, yes. Well, origin of two characters there. Yes. The boa constrictor, of course. Bosh. Yeah. What was her name? Deborah? Uh, Bella. Bella. Oh, yeah. Bella the Boa. That's absolutely, Bella that's Bella absolutely glorious stuff, Tom. Lovely. Thank you. It's always good to... Um, by the way, listeners, it's all of these easy. stories are canon. These, yes, have been, these have been approved. These, are, these definitely happened. And it's always easier for me to animate a story where there are already pictures of these characters. <laughs> I don't have to draw them myself. Yeah, that's no. true. Very I mean, true. yeah. The, Still working a... out how to do Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to go back and listen to the back catalogue, if you thought, oh, that's, that sounds... Well, yeah, there's five, uh, four more. Uh, TTFU uh, episodes out there in the four previous episodes. Yes, there is. Uh, go back and listen, or tell your friends to listen. I'm assuming if you I, I I go back listen and listen, because soon episode. I'm going to start putting post credits in there. And <laughs> Samuel Jackson turns up. Yeah, it. Samuel Jackson will turn up, and it'll all be connected. I'll tell you something else that I got up to um, this week. I'd love Here to hear something else. For the first time in eight years, I went to the dentist. <gasps> How was that, man? Wow. It was a little nerve-wracking because it was the first time in eight years. and uh, But it was awesome. I only needed one filling. Hey, nice work. But the guy, the, the dentist, scared the hell out of me because I went back on the chair and I thought this was going to end up costing me like hundreds of pounds. Sure. First thing he said when he looked in my mouth was, oh, that's unusual. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. I was like, what? It was like just a wisdom tooth in the weird places. What ended up needing uh, the filling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, he's got hit by a bloody owl. Oh, oh dear, the owl has turned up again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got uh, we had a couple of deliveries. Thank you so much to the people that uh, write in just to say that they're really enjoying the show. We had a couple saying, you know, enjoying Tom's fan fiction and stuff. Gosh. We really appreciate. It. We don't. We try not to read out the uh, just compliments on on the show, but we do read. I and normally appreciate do. And Joe them. cuts it out. Yeah, I normally just <laughs> trim them out of the episode. But yes, we do love I'm, getting them. I'm in charge of reading the letters. So to, uh, we had one letter. Our American correspondent got back in touch. By All the right. way, if we haven't, because we haven't discussed the correspondence in a long while, if you want to become 
a correspondent. All you have to do is be from a different country, give us some facts about that country, and tell us you listen to the show. Bosh. That's pretty much it. And Jumped our American on. correspondent, who I believe was our first, or yes, maybe our second. Catherine, she got in touch and say and said, uh, hey guys, just listen to episode 37, and I have to say, Tom... You need some work on your American accents. Your West Coast sounded more like a stereotypical Southerner. Reminded me a little <laughs> bit of the film Deliverance, but more over the top. <laughs> wow. A stone's throw from cringeworthy. That's a lovely turn of phrase, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but, but I do commend you on the attempt. I know I wouldn't notice too much of a difference between a Londoner and Dick Van Dyke's Cockney. Actually, I definitely would. <laughs> so thank you, Catherine, for that. Uh, any response, Thomas? Yeah, I, it was almost like I was doing it for comedic effect. <laughs> <laughs> Look, looks like it didn't work. Um. Yeah, it didn't, didn't land across the pond, Did, Thomas, unfortunately, mate. Everywhere. Some, you know, well. you take your chances. Hey, listen, hey. You, you're not going to, you know, you're no, not going to whack every mile, no, are you? No, no one bats a thousand But it's not, it's not how hard you get hit. It's how, what was it? How you get back up or something. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> also, regular correspondent, Bearded David. Bearded uh, He's got back in touch. Uh, and he's got a three-part non-Harry Potter question for us. Nice. Which, and I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm reading this more for the listeners. You guys have already heard it. But mm-hmm. I was a big fan of answering these questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the three questions were, what is your most tense scene or moment from any movie? The funniest scene or moment, and I mean one that had you really belly laughing, and your favourite movie scene of all time. Now, David's were, were, his most tense was uh, Jurassic Park, the Velociraptor scene in the kitchen, where he's trying to shut the thing. That's, I mean, trying, not choosing that was very hard for myself. Um, uh, The funniest one was Ludicrous Speed from Spaceballs. But it, yeah. it's not really. I mean, you guys really like Spaceballs. Oh, I like Spaceballs. Spaceballs. It wasn't Spaceballs really one of mine. So funny. Hmm. Um, and his favourite scene of all time. Another one that I couldn't then choose was uh, the this one is annoying. The tracking yeah. shot from Goodfellas. Yeah, going into the. Club I mean, that's the... all, it's hard just to not choose loads of scenes from Goodfellas as uh, my favourite. Well, yeah, uh, Beardy has asked us to come up with uh, our Beardy, own Beardy D. Yeah, but well, on first name terms. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was baptized Beardy. <laughs> yeah, favorite scene. I would say pick any scene from Goodfellas because that yeah. is my favorite movie. Do you know? I nearly chose as the most tense scene the one where Robert De Niro sends Karen to go pick up a new coat. Oh God, like, yeah, just that one on the right. Yeah, just that one on the right, and she, and you know she's gonna. Well, she, she doesn't. Spoiler alert from 1990. Yeah, but uh, she doesn't get killed by the people in that warehouse. No, but you you you're sure that if she'd have carried on going, she yeah. would have. Oh my! So right, okay. Should we just do these one question at a time? One question at a time. Okay. So oh. most tense scene, Thomas. What was your choice? Uh, I, I there's two that I want to talk about. Okay. Number one is a film that I really enjoyed at the time. So and now I'm less less into it. Yep, sure, but that happens a lot. It is uh, the Ring Race from Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, when they first oh. appear, and while they're. When he looks over the tree. Looks over the tree trunks. That is very tense. But uh, a film that I've watched recently where I the tension in the scene was unbearable mm. to the point where I could feel myself feeling physically sick. Uh-huh. And it's from Captain Phillips. Oh, oh right. Oh. Okay, sure. There's a scene in that which. Oh, for those that haven't seen, that's the Tom Hanks, Tom uh, Hanks. on the Somali pirate yeah. film. Yeah, uh, boat is hijacked by Somali pirates, and it's they crank it up, mm. and Tom Hanks acts 
the absolute pants off, off it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, sorry. You had to take but, it a bit blue, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so those would be my two. Uh, probably Captain <clears throat> Phillips, I'd say, out of the two of them. Good, well, good choices. Uh, yeah. Pat, how about you? Oh, God. Well, now I'm, now I'm re- revising my choices because I had... Um, I had the, do you remember that scene in The Dark Knight where you've got the two boats and one of them oh, has to blow yeah. up the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that film like four times in the cinema and the last time I watched it, I was just watching the audience because it was so tense. Yeah. And we were in the back row and I could see everyone's shoulders were stiff. How, it, how close was the four viewings? Um, this was over like a three-week period. I saw it twice on the same day. <laughs> I, I, I saw it four times that weekend, but only because I'd, I'd made plans with loads of different people. It's like, oh, we'll definitely go watch Dark Knight yeah. together. Yeah, and like you were definitely one. You might have been two of the viewings, actually. I, I think I saw it on a Saturday and a Sunday and in the following two Saturdays. I seem to remember watching it on the Friday and then I think we all went to... I can't believe... Have we never mentioned the venue on this podcast? Oh, that's that was a, a bit, that's, that's a big a part of our youth. We'll, we'll save that. That's we went to the venue on the time. Saturday night. Then met up for breakfast, and then went to go see the Dark Knight again. Yes, that's right. Uh, but no, that scene. Like the last time I saw it, I was just watching the audience in the cinema, and it was packed house again, and uh, no one was moving. No one was yeah. like scratching their head. No one was like looking down or, or speaking to the person next to them. Everyone was dead still. And when that guy just sighs and puts the trigger down, he's like, "I can't do it." You could see everyone's just sort of like shoulders slump and they start like stretching, craning their yeah, neck. Yeah, sure. Because everyone's so tense. But mentioning Captain Phillips, that just reminds me of uh, the other Paul Greengrass movie, United 93. That whole movie is tense. Yes, God. Where did What, what was that story about as well? <laughs> <laughs> how, he, how he comes up with this stuff, I don't know. No, but there's... Uh, do you remember yeah. Harry Brown? Yes. The scene... So you know when Harry and Dudley get attacked by the Dementors in the underpass? Yeah. There's a scene in an underpass in Harry Brown, which is incredibly tense. And then not long after that, he goes, he sort of like infiltrates a drug den. Hmm. And yeah, I just remember in the cinema just being like, oh God, I'm not breathing. Because I'm I'm holding my breath for the tension. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. My my one. uh, I've I've given uh, honourable mention to the scene uh, in the third Bourne film. What was the third one? Ultimatum. Ultimatum, Ultimatum, that was sorry. it, where he's uh, guiding Paddy Considine on the phone. Oh, through Waterloo, through Waterloo Station. That yeah. was that's honourable mention, but it has to be um, the No Country for Old Men scene where Javier Bardem's character is at oh. the desk at the petrol station, right, yeah. and it's the flip the coin, mm. and the guy doesn't know why he's flipping the coin. It's basically flip a coin yeah, to, see to see whether or not him. he kills him or not. Yeah, and it's just. Just so perfectly still that scene, mm. but everything's at st- yeah. oh man, what a film! Two thousand eight was a good year. That's two films from two thousand eight mentioned in that yeah. little run up. Wow, how about that? Well, and, I'm sh- and I'm sure there's more. And you know what? No, I can actually... feel how tense we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Let's have a laugh. <laughs> Tom, Tom, funniest scene in a film. Uh, so my funniest. Yes. There's there's two that really springs to mind in terms of what made me proper belly laugh. Uh-huh. Watching Borat in the cinema, the naked fight over the picture of Pamela Anderson right. made me <laughs> yeah. so how. But there is not many note perfect, <laughs> pitch perfect scenes than Turn It Up to Eleven in Spinal Tap. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is so brilliantly, everything is so timed to perfection that the way ha- that scene that is delivered. That whole scene. That scene is delivered. It's so brilliant. It's just someone. Completely, I, I I love watching an idiot 
try and explain why they're a genius. I know, it's yeah. br- it's, and that's, that yeah. scene is... So, but the, the turning up to 11 bit isn't even my favourite part of that scene. It's where he's got the guitar that's still got the tag on it. Oh, yeah. And he goes, no, 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 don't touch it. And he's don't like, well, can it. I look at it? No, don't <laughs> look at it. <laughs> I mean, you, could go, you can go away and have a bite and come back and <laughs> still, still be playing. <laughs> yeah, so that film... See I'm, see, I'm always. Whenever I think of that film, I always think of the big, like, physical bit moments, like the Stonehenge reveal, yeah, right, sure. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, or, yeah, or the the pods that won't. Harry Shearer's in the pod that won't open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. God, what a great film! There, yeah, there are oh, so this many one great lines. It's called uh, "Lick My Love Pump." <laughs> <laughs> in D minor, the saddest of all keys. Right, let's not just quote films. Yeah. Um, so what were your funniest scenes, Patrick? I think I mentioned mine a few weeks ago. The hardest I've ever laughed in a cinema was the vomit scene in Team America. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, again, ridiculous. it kept going on yeah. and it kept getting bigger <laughs> and bigger. That is, honestly, I was in pain. I was in pain. Yeah, well, yeah, well that, that scene came to mind, but I didn't want to mention it because uh, you'd mentioned it recently. Well, did I cut it out of the podcast? Either way, well, we did speak about it. No, I didn't. Uh, it was in it. I, did, I completely forgot about yeah. Spinal Tap. Uh, didn't mention because I kn- I know that there's loads of scenes that I'll remember after yeah. this episode. Comes oh yeah, out. absolutely. Mm. Uh, so, th- but just in terms of the ones, I'll have I could... nightmares about this. <laughs> yeah, ones I could Every think week, of. Let's answer this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, listeners, send in yours. Yeah, please. That'd be, yeah, great. that'd be great. I'd really love to hear from. Uh... And then you can make us feel bad for not selecting the ones exactly because we'll get a lot of emails and go. Ah, oh, we'll be like, yeah, that's mine too. Mungo <laughs> Jerry. Um, but in, right, so the three I could think of, I'll set in uh, from three to one. So uh, the bunk bed scene in Step Brothers. We spoke about Step Brothers the other week personally, Tom, and I know you're not a fan of it. No, but the the scene where they build the bunk beds in that film, I've not seen it. You've not seen Step Brothers. No. Listeners don't know what I'm talking about. That's you don't, you don't need to. See it's it. just a. <laughs> it's a very funny. I think you'll enjoy it, Pat. Uh, it's a very I don't, funny I don't film. Think you will. Uh, Tom, this isn't about you. It's is my it turn. on a par with like other guys? No, it's way better than other guys. Other guys is brilliant. Oh well, it's way better than other guys. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> uh, number two, I've chosen the um, the Lennon Lenin scene from uh, Big Lebowski. Where uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Where um, <laughs> the dude tries to quote uh, Lenin. I am the walrus. And then oh, Donnie yeah. keeps coming in with, I am the walrus. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. that's when Jesus turns up for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and I won't, I won't quote it to save me editing out a bleep. But for me, the, f- the most I've laughed in a cinema at a film was the opening to Alpha Papa, the Alan Partridge film, where he's miming along to oh, that song in the car. Rogers, yeah. and, and, then, and then when it goes to the musical interlude and he shouts, your fog lamps are on. <laughs> There's no fog! <laughs> There's th- oh, oh, I, just, I was in absolute tears, couldn't see the screen. <laughs> after, after the fog lamps line, it's just so, so perfect. Right, so... Favourite scene. Favourite scene. Be- BDD chose uh, the long tracking shot from Goodfellas featuring uh, Then He Kissed Me by mm. The Crystals, written by Phil Spector, another very problematic hero of mine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> If you like okay. his music, look forward to the Spotify Christmas playlist that we'll put out. You'll be hearing a lot of his songs on that. <laughs> but Tom, what was your favourite scene in a film? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got two. Um, one we I I performed uh, for you guys uh, it was George McFly punching Biff Tannen in Back Great. to the Future. Yeah, can't, can't uh, argue with it. I really. love a bully coming. I love a bully getting his comeuppance. Mm. Of course, um, love that, and that is the ultimate bully getting his comeuppance. Um, and the other is uh, the very last scene in Pulp Fiction uh, with um, oh with Tim Roth, with Tim Roth brilliant. holding up. 
I just that Samuel Jackson is utterly incredible in that scene. So yeah, uh, and it's it, it it just yeah, it's just such a great way to go out. The way that I think the film is amazing anyway. The, the way it closes with Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta like putting the guns in those yeah. like awful shorts. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, um, it's yeah, and and I mean we're talking about tense. That was a tense scene mm. because. And and you got the MacGuffin media term of what's in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, and you get you course. always get teased that you're going to find out because you don't know what's in this suitcase. Mm. The whole movie, and it's lit up, and something shines on Tim Roth's face, and he literally goes, oh, "Is that what I think it is?" And so it just it's a real <laughs> yeah. great tease. Yeah, perfect. And then. Um, uh, Samuel Jackson pulls the gun on him, and yeah, it's, if, if you've never seen it, it's, it's basically two people are holding up a restaurant. Big mistake because they happen to hold up the restaurant that Samuel Jackson is eating in. Exactly. But, I mean, do, do you know what? Let's not describe it. Go watch that. Go film. watch that. Film. that if you've not seen Pulp Fiction, that's a disgrace. Yeah, that that again, like Goodfellas for me, you could pick any any scene. Like when they've when they've got to dispose of the body. Oh, oh, oh. the bit the bit in the restaurant actually has got one of the greatest film moments of all time. Not just in that scene. Where Samuel L. Jackson, they've nicked everyone's wallet. Samuel L. Jackson's like, I want my wallet back. They're like, which, which one's yeah, your wallet? Yeah. We and don't the, say it. Yeah. <laughs> but the way he says it, like, yeah. you should know. <laughs> yeah. Quite obviously, it's yeah. that one. What's your favourite scene, Patrick? Um, no, I struggled. I didn't actually come up with one. I'm sorry. That's, fu- that's but fine, mate. I was trying to think of one from Taxi Driver, because that's another film where every scene I absolutely love. The, oh, yeah. The awkward date where he takes her to the worst film. Yeah. Um, the scene where he's tr- chatting to Harvey Keitel playing the pimp. The scene where he's chatting to the Secret Service and he's like, is there a secret pin for the Secret Service? <laughs> he's just like, he's trying to wind the guy up, trying to get a reaction out of him. That whole right. film's just brilliant. Once I've got to give honourable mention, and for similar reasons to Pat, actually, it's a scene from The Dark Knight. Right. Uh, it's when Joker makes the pencil disappear. That mob sequence. What a, oh, what a what scene. What a scene. And also, much like Pat, the third or fourth time I was watching it, I was just listening for the audience reaction. Because, I mean, that's like a classic scene now. Hmm. But at, when that film was brand new, and this was opening weekend, seeing that for the first time, the, that, the, the impact of the pencil. Yeah. It's just, in, oh, it's just The brutal. way he says, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. You think you're a good impression, Tom. Yeah. And then at the end, when they all pull the guns on him and he opens up his jacket and he's just like, he's just full of grenades. Yeah. He's like, oh, 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 oh. He's, oh. yeah, that, I mean, that's, it's not, it's not my favourite scene by any stretch, but I just had to give uh, a mention to it. But yeah, this one was hard to think of as well. Uh, but I chose a scene from Children of Men uh, just because that was the first film I ever went to the cinema to see and then went back the next day to see it. That was the first time I'd ever done that. So, cause, and mainly because the scene where the baby's been born and they're mm. sneaking it out through, uh, basically through a gun battle, and there's this miracle ceasefire, but there's still like debris flying and explosions going off. And I just remember watching that long tracking shot. Oh man, yeah, it was. It, yeah, took my breath away. And I watched it again last night just to see if it was worthy for my list. And oh, more than worthy. Is, if you haven't seen Children of Men, watch that film. It's really, really it good. It's a miracle of choreography and special effects, pyrotechnics, stunt, sound, stunt work, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've got. I've. I've. I know my favourite scene. Ah, oh, yes. The the coffee diner scene from Heat. De Niro and Pacino oh, right. share, the, time, share yeah. the screen for the first Classic. time. Great shout. And have just a a very still, but very like highly charged battle mm. of wits yeah. through their words. And then they find a common ground, and then they both threaten each other. And in the rest yeah. of the movie, it's plays a real, out. real dick swinging conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. 
Okay, guys, we come to the end. It's time for Joe's quiz. And now, do you remember on the last day of uh, secondary school? Uh, I rem- vaguely remember it. Uh, our uh, head of year, Mr. Fisher, I think it was acting head, maybe. Oh. He played um, My Way. Did yeah. he really? Frank Sinatra. That would have gone down well with yeah. <laughs> some of the kids in our year. I just remembered, like, it was the first time, like, having. I just remembered that it was the first time I've ever listened to that song. And, oh, uh, it's a great really? song. Like, properly listened and took in every lyric and gone. Oh. Did it? So it worked on you? Definitely, yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, good work for Mr. Fisher. What, what I'm trying to say is, and now we're, the end is near. The end, well, the end is near, but we'll also be back next next Thursday, like we are every Thursday up until Christmas, and then really? there'll be a bit of a gap, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's we'll see, let's see how much we're scraping the barrel. Come yeah. on, let's well, see this quiz. Okay, right, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. So, <laughs> I even wrote a little intro for it, which like I, I wrote it late at night. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. The time for trick-or-treating approaches. Right. <laughs> so we've got a quiz on the ultimate tricksters. Messrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs. That's The right, Marauders. Yeah. We've got a little Marauder quiz. How right. was the Wormtower trickster? Because he tricked everyone by making them think he was dead. Bosh! <laughs> ultimate trickster. Right. Uh, Patrick, heads or tails? Heads, please. Okay, that's heads. It's heads. Do you want to go first uh, or second? First, please. Okay. Patrick, question one. The chapter Snape's Worst Memory features yep. in which book? Order of the Phoenix. Correct. Uh, question two. Padfoot was also known by what code name? Oh. Oh, that's annoying. It is an annoying one, isn't it? Tom, do you know it? Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Because when, when, when I saw this question, I thought I knew I the answer, but I got it slightly wrong. I'd got the, the tone of it right, mm. but I hadn't got the actual name right. Well, it's not technically a code name, but whenever people keep seeing him, they keep calling him the Grim. No. You, no. No, I don't know it. Uh, Tom? S- is it Snuffles? It's Snuffles, oh, mate. Of course it is. Uh, Patrick, uh, which of the Marauders took over five minutes to be sorted? Well, I would guess Pettigrew. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, question four. During which year at Hogwarts did James, Sirius and Peter become animagi? Hmm. They're... Or animagi? I don't know. Animagi, I think. It animagi. Was. There you go. <sighs> it's between the third and the fourth for me. I've... 50-50, I'm going to say the third. Okay, it was the fifth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and your last question, Patrick. In what order did the Marauders die? I want code names. Oh, okay. Well, it's... Hang on. Prongs? Yep. Padfoot? Yes. Um... Wormtail. It's so hard to say, to say them in the wrong order, because in my head they all keep reverting back. But you've got it correct. Wormtail, yeah. then Mooney. Well done, yeah, Patrick. Nice you. one. God, that took a while. Oh, okay, so you ended up with three out of five. Very well done. Uh, Thomas right. Toll. Yes. Question one. Yes, mate. Which of the Marauders was Gryffindor Prefect? Uh, Lupin. Correct. Uh, Sirius's hippogriff Buckbeak was returned to Hogwarts under what name? Oh, 
It's one of the ones that we should know, but because it didn't, it wasn't like a main focus, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Or if they cut it from the film, yeah, then I've we'd have heard known, it a lot yeah, less. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you know about? Is it like Beaky? No, it's no. With, that was his, with that the was wings. His, uh, was the oh, name. with the wings. Beaky uh, was what Hagrid, Hagrid called him. Called him affectionately. Exactly. Uh, Thomas Toll. Yeah. Lupin's wife Tonks was sorted into which house? Hufflepuff. Absolutely correct, mate. That's two so far. Question four. What did Harry see James doodling during an exam? It was a heart with L-E in it. I'm going to give you half a point. Uh, it was a snitch with L-E uh, in it. So you got a little little halfy there, mate. And your last one, who killed Lupin? Was it Fenrir Greyback? It was not, oh. Patrick. Was it one of the Carrows? It was not. It was Antonin Dolohov. Oh. Dolohov, yes. So it's uh, Pat's three to Tom's 2.5. Ah. And now we've got the snitch. And this is when you can tell. Oh. Joe was... He's got some splinters from this barrel. <laughs> <laughs> My word. He's found the floor. <laughs> According to the HP Wikia. Right. What was Lupin's weight in pounds? Wow. <laughs> Wow. In, in which form? Uh, in uh, human form. Uh, okay. LBs, please. Right. LBs. Oh, I'm not... I'm not so, you know, yeah, you've got to go to the American weighing system. Oh, I'm no good with this. I could maybe try and translate okay. it to stone. I'm, I don't want to translate it to stone, but I'm just going to use my calculator. I can, okay. I, can, I can translate it to stone. I know it in stone. If you want to say stone. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll go for stone. Please. Yeah, I'll go for stone, actually. Okay. You can guess it in stone. I think I've done my maths correct here. 14 pounds to a stone. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. It's funny, because I wonder if my pounds guess will, be, will match my stone <laughs> guess. I was just thinking that. I was thinking, I don't think it will, actually. Um, okay, right. Let's I've hear. got it there. Okay. Uh, do you want to say yours first? Yeah. 10 stone 5. 10 stone 5. Oh, I went 12 and a half. It's 12 stone one. Oh! Patrick. Vi- uh, uh, listeners, if you want to double check my maths, 169 pounds. I think that's right. I said 185 pounds as my pounds guess. Oh, okay, well, you were way off, way off when it comes to stone and pounds. But <laughs> I think that's right. 14 stone to a pound. So 10 stone is 140. Add, yeah. add two more stone, that's 28. So 12 stone one. I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Lovely. Okay, Patrick, will you get the closest oh. snitch? How many? How many is left to pick from? Uh, I wrote a few more, so there is seven to choose from. Magic, magic uh, number. I'll pop them there. Right. Let's see what your reward is. I mean, you were winning. I was winning anyway. But anything could happen. But only by half a point. Only by half a point. Let's see what happens. All right. Bonus question one. Oh, bonus question. Fun. Bonus questions can be passed over. Yeah. How? Oh, oh. Uh, oh the thing is, I. Bonus question. It's about bonus question one. Right. The question, I believe, is on the card. It is. Really? And I'm going to play this tactically. Okay. Uh, actually, what happens if I get it wrong? Uh, it, gets, well, it gets passed over. And if Tom gets it right, or if Tom gets it wrong, then it just scores stay the same. But if Tom oh. gets it right, then Tom wins. Well, either way, Tom's hearing this, and I'm pretty sure Tom knows this. Mm. Okay. Okay. So the question is how many possible Quidditch fouls are there? Uh huh. Which has been a question in your quiz before. It has, yeah. So it's a bonus. Mm. It's, like, it's, a, it's a cheeky little bonus, mate. 
So I'm going to say like 700. He's bang on. Oh! Well done. <laughs> Very yes! well done, Patrick. How many points was that worth? Um, <laughs> I don't think I wrote it down. It doesn't say. It just okay, says bonus, we'll, uh, bonus question one. We'll, we'll say one point. So well done. You win uh, four to 2.5. Tom, did you know that answer? Uh, no. Oh, wow. No. I'm pretty sure when it was on the quiz before, you got it. Yeah. But that would have been just after we finished reading research. the book. Well, congratulations, yeah. Patrick. Oh, wow. 2.5, yeah. you've won the quiz. He's, he's clawing it back. Although, I, you, I had a look at the uh, scores the other day for the year, because obviously it's the, the year total that will affect... It's not, not that far off, mate. Of course not, because I've been having rubbish snitches. <laughs> no, no, no. But also, Tom, you have won way more games than Pat. But before the snitch, Pat is way ahead of you on points. Insanely so. So, actual, so you, always actual getting, game, you always keep getting that snitch point and winning. You're an extra time player. You're a big game player, Tom. Yeah. So, Pat, so Pat's knocking them back past, you know, Burnley and Huddersfield. Pat's, you're, you're Pat's up the Romelu show. Lukaku of the podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To say. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm trying to say. Pat, <laughs> you're Romelu Lukaku. Thanks. Or, no thanks. No, I don't know. He's a good player. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, we really appreciate anyone who's listened. Um, we really appreciate anyone who's left a review on Facebook, Twitter, on iTunes. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, on Acast, on Audioboom, on Stitcher, mm, Spotify. on Spotify. Oh, the list, it, the, YouTube. We're going to put all the yeah. episodes up on YouTube eventually. When we can When we can yes. be bothered. Uh, if you want to come and see us live, you can at the Bill Murray on the 18th of November. It is a live reaction show. We're going to be talking about the fact that a little film called Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald, would have come out two days before. It would have come out, mm. and we would, I assume, seen it. Yes. I think we're going to see it more than once. But more please, than, uh, please, listener, we'll and also... on that day, viewer... Please try. I've seen it by yes. then. Because yes, and yes. We'll, we'll have special quizzes, special games, lots of nonsense, but lots of po- basic Potter stuff as well, and you know, just all, all the general chit chat that keeps you warm on a cold November Sunday afternoon. Oh. Indeed. Follow us on Twitter at aatta pod, or join our Facebook group, or email us aatta pod at gmail Lovely. All that remains to be said is, uh, my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland, and my name is Joseph Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. You're not getting me this time. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, Just a a quick reminder, in case you missed it 10 seconds ago, that you can see us live on the 18th of November at 4pm at the Bill Murray in Islington. Or feel free to email us at aattapod at gmail.com or... Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, AATTA Pod, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks very much, guys. We'll be back next Thursday, as we are every Thursday, with a new episode. Bye, guys. That's not, that's not bleepable. No, I think dick is bleepable. What's the name? Is, is, in, is there anyone called dick in Harry Potter? Um, Malfoy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. okay, we'll keep it in. <laughs> <laughs>